there are some strange things happening in our world today that need some explanation. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to a brand new year of Truth to Ponder. Hard to believe we made it to the year 2021. Now, I want to start the program off by letting regular listeners know who've been listening for a while. This today should be our first airing on KVOH out of uh, Los Angeles, Simi Valley, California. KVOH is a shortwave radio station operated by Voice of Hope, thus the call letters KVOH. On a frequency of 9975 kilohertz, this station reaches into the southeastern United States, Central America, Mexico, parts of northern South America, and pretty much all of the Caribbean. And if you're listening for the first time, this is for you probably a very new show. What we try to do on this program is look at some of the events that are occurring in the world today. You look at this past year of 2020, what a year it's been with the coronavirus, politics, election mess, everything. And that pandemic, boy, it it has divided Americans and people literally worldwide in ways that were not even imaginable before. This program is also biblically based. What I mean by that is we look at everything in this world in light in light of what God's word has to say. You'll learn a couple of things about me early on. I am not some prophet of God. I don't make predictions. In fact, from time to time, you will hear programs that I'll produce exposing the frauds that make false predictions, live off fear to try to raise money from you or try to sell you stuff you really don't need. I'm pragmatic at heart, but I'm also devoted to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so are pretty much most of the guests you'll hear from time to time on this program. So we look at the news of the day, we look at the direction our world is going, and we look at Scripture. Are these the end times? Well, they certainly could be. And in that, I want you to be prepared. We'll talk a lot about that in the days and weeks ahead. And like I say, if you're listening to KVOH for the first time, I want you to mark a couple of things down real fast. Our website is Truth, the number two ponder. We're Truth Two Ponder. We have to use the number two because the other name was taken, but it's Truth, the number two ponder.com truth the number two ponder.com this program is also aired on other radio facilities internationally and is available daily monday through friday as a podcast from a couple of sites though i will tell you in the months to come those sites will probably change as we look to actually have our own resource in providing that podcast and and many others you need to be hearing. 
The world is changing. It's hostile to those of faith. I know it. Most of you know it. The tech tyrants do everything to shut down things that go against their established narrative and political view. If you are not a fan of having men in women's bathrooms and they call you a hater and you say something, you will be shadow banned. You will be shut down. If you're a Christian ministry, depending upon Facebook and YouTube, you need to start looking elsewhere because your day of being cut off is coming. This program seeks to bring you truth, honesty, and I want to do it in a way with integrity. Today on this first day of the year, I'm actually continuing a conversation we started yesterday. Good friend of mine, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, he and I share the same faith background. I'm also in ministry myself, and you'll learn about that over the days and weeks ahead. Dr. Gales made his money many years ago and supporting his family working on the New York Stock Exchange as a trader. And then the Lord got a hold of him and gave him a call to ministry. He walked away from Wall Street, went to college and seminary, ended up ordained in a very traditional Anglican faith background like myself. But raising a family and, you know, trying to do ministry, he needed to get back into, you know, like as St. Paul was a tent maker, he needed to get back into work to feed his growing family. And he happened to get a phone call one day to come back to New York to work on the stock exchange, and he did. And for a while, he commuted from his home via the train to Manhattan. And One day, there was an earth-shattering event. We remember it as 9-11, September 11th, 2001. Dr. Gales left, walked out on the street. You could see the the smoke coming from the buildings. Dr. Gales looked at that and watched people jump to their death. It took him quite a long time to get off Manhattan Island and back home. But that event changed his life forever and the trajectory of ministry that he has had ever since that day. He understands the term martyrdom. He understands Christian death. He also understands that the church mostly has been in periods of tribulation. We in America and in Europe, we had it great and easy for so long, especially here in the United States and Canada. And we've given away this pearl of great price called our faith and traded it in for something cheap and tawdry. St. Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against principalities and powers. Modern people try to think of, oh, the devil and all this stuff as being foolishness, being nonsensical, as being not real. Yet the early Christians knew, those that walked with Christ knew, that there was a demonic realm that the human eye simply doesn't see. But just because our eyes don't see it doesn't mean it's not real. Actually, it's very real. As I mentioned, my guest today, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, I'm hearing that there's a rise, actually, 
it's been coming on for a long time it's been around in the background forever but now far more in the open of those that are actually practicing in occult events and religions it's been said there's actually uh probably more wiccans than there are presbyterians in this world today dr gales what say you absolutely um but more intentional ones what i mean by that is the culture is definitely going towards the perpetual halloween that i've talked about uh there's a darkness there everything is is you know voodoo and zombies and vampires but Mm -hmm. there are intentional witches and they are now learning and go to any bookstore and there's all section on religion and it's all on witchcraft wicca wicca presents itself as a white magic a type of thing you can do to ask for blessings on people and so forth but there is no difference between white magic and black magic so what do you mean by what do people mean by white magic you're saying there's no difference so let's quickly define the terms what is considered white magic and what is considered black magic well you know the white witch would be the good witch and the black witch would be the bad or evil witch same thing with the magic they believe the white magic is for purposes of healing mm-hmm. blessing love all of those things good things you know you fl- mm-hmm. throw flowers around that's white magic um whereas black magic is black it's dark it's evil, evil. Mm-hmm. the problem is is they don't understand that magic in and of itself comes from the same source which is the devil absolutely it's not god god does not purvey magic so the devil brings white magic, just like it, we're told in Corinthians that he can become an angel of light. He's a deceiver. Mm-hmm. He's a liar from the beginning. That's, you know, that's what we see in our society. So young girls and uh, it's interesting, many women are becoming witches. It's a trend, but it's a trend of, of young people getting into it. And then the older people in their 20s and 30s mm-hmm. are intent which they believe in its power they have experienced its power they have cast spells and they have familiar spirits Uh with them and those things are very popular today and actually being used so we're seeing an increase here we know second timothy chapter three tells us no also in the last days perilous times shall come for men will be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Now I'm going to read this because there's something I want us to see. Verse 3, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, mm-hmm. incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Now look at this. They have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. From such turn away. Mm-hmm. Then he says this. You go down to verse 8. Now as Jannies and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also withstand the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. Who were Jannies and Jambres? Mm-hmm. They were the magicians yes. and- in, in Egypt. They withstood Moses. And what he's saying here, you know, Paul writing to Timothy, just as those magicians withstood Moses, so do these 
These what? Magicians. Just people? Yeah. Who also resist the truth. Men of minds are reprobate concerning the faith. So we're here and we have them and they resist the truth. And don't be surprised that if you're getting major opposition from somebody, even within the church, Mm -hmm. that it's not somebody who is involved in the occult and magic and witchcraft. It, it ha- look, let, 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 in the church. let's be honest. Let's be thoroughly honest. And and this program now is reaching into parts of the world as we're talking where so much of this stuff lives. Now, it lives in the United States. It lives in Germany. It lives in the you know World Economic Forum. And it got its roots, you know, when you think about it. When you when you look at today's occultism, in my opinion, is taking you know if you want to make an if you want to make a, a counterfeit of something you want to make it look a little bit like the genuine am I right you know yep. you you want a counterfeit dollar bill uh, you know you you want it to look like a dollar bill or make pe- people believe it's a dollar bill and a lot of what the occult does today and has done for a thousand years is to steal from the Christian faith. And, in, and try to be an imposter of the Christian faith. That's where voodoo and all these practices come from. It's, yeah. trying to, it, it's trying to steal from the Christian faith and say, but I've got some new revelation just for you. And I can do this. I can put a spell on somebody. And I can put a curse on somebody who did you wrong. And... and you believe in a way, but I'm, but I still go to church, but I, I still go see the voodoo practitioner. Th- this happens a lot in Haiti. Uh, well, a- it does, and it's, but it, it shows you the mixing of it, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it becomes so confusing, because they mix together Christianity and voodoo. Mm-hmm. Or what the big one nowadays is the Yoruba religion the yoruba religion um the the women who are the head of the movement of black lives matter blm mm-hmm. i don't know about other people in the movement but i know those particular women have come out and said that they are followers of the yoruba religion which is a west african mm-hmm. religion of ancestor worship yep um it, it's called ifa ifa and it's a divination system that has its roots in ancestral worship. Uh, they, they give offerings, libations uh, of different things right. that the dead would love. Uh, and they, they even have they even have child sacrifice in there. Absolutely. So and I'm looking they'll at they'll say they don't do it, but you know what I mean. There there are a number of, of uh, those satanic religions. Uh, that do that. I mean, I'm I'm looking right now. You can look at uh, Santero, which is a Caribbean religion that combines what appears to be like Roman Catholicism, African Native beliefs, and satanic ritual abuse. What a what a combination that is. Mm-hmm. And and you know, people would say, oh, but yeah, but that doesn't happen. You know, the one thing about the occult, it, it there is no clear-cut definition oh the one church of the occult it, it doesn't exist it exists in so many forms and it, it it to fit the culture to deceive it 
Absolutely. Uh, the occult is hugely on the rise today, mm-hmm. and Christianity, wh- what do we do about it? You know, it's interesting. I had a friend of mine, an evangelical man, really good man. He had something he felt was in his home, right? He had moved into a home. Um, he had his pastor come out and, you know, and pray in the home, mm-hmm. but it kept going on. And what he did, and he did it kind of hush-hush, is he went to the local Catholic priest and asked him to come over and to exercise the house or do something. Many people do that. And I know pastors who are Protestant. Mm -hmm. The first thing they'll do is go to a Catholic priest. It's not because they have some extra special power or something, but you have to remember that particular church has been involved in this stuff for thousands of years so they've they kind of have an experience and a handbook on how to deal with it mm-hmm. that may that maybe your local church doesn't have at the moment we have our bible but the bible also warns us you don't go running in the house and start saying i cast you out in the name of jesus because sometimes these things might say well paul i know and jesus i know but who the heck are you Mm-hmm. And then they'll beat the heck out of you. You know, these. this isn't a game. It's real. And the demonic entities in the world are real. They are. We, don't, we do not have to be frightened of them because we are children of God. But we do have to understand that they, too, are created by God and that they are angelic. And the demons that we see today or that we know about are fallen angels, They're the ones that fell and rebelled with Lucifer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do have the good angels and everyone has a guardian angel, which is quite biblical and true. So our guardian angel, by the way, just so people know, is much more powerful than the demons. Yes. You know, I'm I'm glad you're saying that because, you know, one of the things that comes to my mind and it just it just popped in. We can talk about these occultish practices and the problem is that a lot of people get engaged thinking that it's oh it's just foolishness it's just silliness and it's just it's meaningless you know i'm an atheist so you know there is no god there is no devil and yet you get into these things because it sounds like fun you know dancing with dr d or mr d and in all these things that have that satanic occult look and it becomes your entertainment. You know, the, the, once again, you you talked yesterday and and again today. We've talked about movies. You know, the, the the I mean, what was one of the most popular TV series on American television for quite a while? The Walking Dead. Sure. And I mean, and we we laugh at it, saying, "Oh, it's it's don't Bob, it's just a TV show." Bob, don't think right. W- well, maybe maybe you think that. But it's funny. Why, why? Why are you so curious about this? But you really don't want to see a movie about the things of God. I mean, be honest. Let's you know think about that. Why do people flock to these TV shows like that and not to the things of God? Yeah. Because they think the things of God are foolish and all that. And people like to be scared per se. But one of the biggest movies, The Exorcist, that started this whole thing mm-hmm. sort of waking people up out of their their what I call the lethargy of reason and scientism where they they actually realize there is a spiritual world beyond and we really don't know anything about it anymore 
and mm-hmm. they need to. Uh, and and so thankfully, that film actually woke people up, scared a lot of people, but woke people up. I myself, just as a minister, have encountered some things. And, you know, I can go into that at another time. Uh, long story short, when I wasn't expecting it, I talked mm-hmm. to somebody and they started to manifest the demonic and and I'm not saying they were possessed full possession is is still somewhat rare uh, but you know obsession and vexation these are things that we need to know about that give us an indication that a person may have a spiritual demonic entity with them or attached to them um, and it's in the mind is the biggest battle the the demonic okay I'll give you a little course in angelology the demonic and angels can bring into your mind they cannot read your thoughts but what they can do is they can bring back images and memories Mm -hmm. they can't do anything else but they can bring images and memories to your mind so i'll give you an example if you if you've looked at a lot of pornography they're going to plague you with the images you put in there. They you don't got go it. away. And that's and that's the thing. And think about the internet. I mean, when yeah. you what what is it? One third or more of all electronic traffic going yeah. through all the fiber optics around the world is pornography. Sure. We sure. don't realize that, how much pornography is on the internet, and how many people are addicted to this. Sure. And that's one way that the fallen angels can get us into bondage, right? And the other way is to bring back memories. So let's say somebody really hurt you 20 years ago, Mm -hmm. really betrayed you, hurt you. You haven't thought about it in, in 20 years at least. All of a sudden, the thought comes into your mind. Now, you have a choice. You either take that thought and start nurturing it, thinking about it, or you just blow it out of your mind say nope I'm not going there if you take it which is what the demonic want you to do then you start nurturing it you start thinking about it you start saying yeah you know what that person really did screw me mm-hmm. over there I mean yeah. they really hurt me that rat and you start thinking about it obsessing over it and what happens You it goes right to your emotions and mm-hmm. now you're feeling that hurt and that betrayal as if it happened yesterday and you will then go to sin. You'll you'll start being mean to people. You start whatever it might happen. You fall so prey. This is the you progression. Fall prey. Yes, and Listen. I think it was Augustine, Saint Augustine, who said this. He said, "A man has as many masters as he has vices." Amen. Remember. Amen. You know, as we get ready to go to the break, I want to share something. You know, we. I, I was a rock and roll disc jockey starting out, and I was a young guy, like in 1970. I'm 16 going on 17, and, you know, big deal. And, and you know, I enjoyed the music, but mm-hmm. I never realized what was going on behind the music. You know, we, we didn't, because, you know, we were some of these songs are being played on AM radio, you know, where they're carefully screening the lyrics back in those days. I mean, literally, I'm telling you, there were, you, just, right. you didn't say certain things. And so a lot of songs got played. You go, let's go back to the 1970s, and really go back to 1968 when Jimmy Page starts the group Led Zeppelin, and you know they became a overnight success, you know, <laughs> sensation. 
I used to love them. Man. And and you know, but but Page, leader, guitarist, producer, dominant. He had an occult reputation, sure. and and he was proud of it. You know, in 1970, you know, now that the with the Zeppelin's concerts doing marvelously, and they're, you know, they moved from collecting Aleister Crowley books and artifacts to purchasing his one-time home. You know, right. where they could go be inspired on the shores yep. of Scotland's Loch Ness. I mean, yep. th- this is what they did. You know, if you, um, I did not realize this until just a minute ago <laughs> that the the, the first vinyl, the vinyl pressings of the Led Zeppelin three album, instead of the normal where the track comes out on a record, you know, that's, uh, folks, I know this, some of you that are younger don't know what a record album is made out of vinyl, <laughs> but instead of the normal uh, serial numbers for the record, it said, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of law, which is the yep. words of Crowley. I mean, yep. this is, th- th- I really it's believe, so. yeah, I mean, you Don't may say, oh, yeah, but, Bob, they, they, they were just joking. Yeah. yeah, but I think their success comes from it, they're joking. You know, Satan can give you your prayers, too, but you're going to pay a price for those prayers. You know, you can you, watch Paige doing an actual ritual on stage when he uses the violin mm-hmm. uh, you know, instrument on his guitar. He does one of Crowley's liturgies one of his satanic rituals on mm-hmm. stage they even laugh when they see the crowd singing and holding up lighters and swaying back and forth they actually look at them and say you guys crack me up yeah. because they laugh that they are doing a, a satanic spell up there and everybody is swaying to it they saw the power they know it Paige would tell you that the song even Heaven came right to him. Every word, every lyric, all at once to his mind yep. from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You Isn't know, that interesting. It's amazing when you look at what happens to so many of these groups. A lot of them never make it to old age. They get burnt out between alcohol, drugs, and dangerous, you know, life-killing behavior. Of course, today we would call it they died of Corona, but, you know, that's another story for another day. Right. I mean, I, look, let's be honest. You know, I do believe it's a dangerous disease, but I think the numbers are inflated. We'll talk about that maybe next week sometime. But I'm not. Today, I think it's urgent that we start talking about the world in which we lived. We live today. It is inspired by demons and demonology. It's out there. There, The occult is rising. It is real. You may have people claiming, as you said on yesterday's program, oh, but it's just a philosophy. But they live that philosophy as it is the most important thing in their life. And and they will not toss it away. They won't even modify it. They they get deeper into it. Sure. And what you see... It, it's even today, okay, you have the medical uh, professions such as psychiatry and psychology and so forth, and they don't want to see any of this as real, but there is mm-hmm. a very real aspect to it. There is a psychologist or psychiatrist, excuse me, um, by the name of Dr. Richard Gallagher, and he is a consultant as a yeah. psychiatrist from Yale, Harvard, so forth. He is a consultant to exorcists yes. across the country and the world. 
who are dealing with things and they want to know, am I dealing with DID, Dissociative Identity Disorder, or Demonic depress- uh, Possession? Yeah. And he has done this for 25, 30 years, ridiculed by the scientific community, ridiculed by the American Psychological Association. Mm-hmm. And yet, you're not going to say this guy is a dummy. He Harvard, Yale, he, he's, he, the guy is brilliant, but he knows it's real because he's dealt with it. And some of the stories that he could tell you are incredible. I have a friend who knows him well. I'd like to meet him. Uh, he just came out with a book, by the way, a month or two ago. Right. His first book called Demonic Foes by Dr. Richard Gallagher. It's his 25 years as a psychiatrist investigating possessions and diabolical attacks. And they are real. I myself have have seen them. I have been involved with these things that people have come to me, in other words. And those who are experiencing, you may not even know you are, but I, you know, I jokingly say to people, mm-hmm. look, you don't want to see a devil behind every rock. No. You know, maybe maybe every other rock, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but not every rock. But we're in a day and age, in other words, where it is around and it is getting more prevalent and it spells is. are real. They are. And, and so if you have any belief that something may be happening, mm-hmm. you know, you should go to to your your minister your priest your pastor whoever it might be and talk to them and maybe if they have good discernment they'll tell you look you need also to go to your doctor and get a a psychological exam it could be something you know psychological that you're dealing with so we need to have a balance and that's why those who do in the church who do investigate this always utilize the medical profession as well and a lot of and i'll say this we have to go to a break but also some of the medical ills that we suffer be come from dabbling in the occult and things we shouldn't. We shall be right back. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome back to part two of our first of the year Friday edition. Welcome to the year 2021. I can, uh, for a lot of us that went through 2020, uh, we're probably thankful. But then again, you don't know, well, what was that old saying? Uh, Is there light at the end of the tunnel or another train coming from the other direction? Well, time will tell. 2020 was a year between politics and deceit and strangeness and a pandemic has been like no other year that I can remember anywhere in my entire life. And there's a part of me, there's a part of me, everybody says, oh, we'll get back to normal this year. We'll have a vaccine this year. We'll have every, we'll get it all back. We're going to have a different kind of government this year. We're going to have all of these things. And there's that part of me that says, no, it, we're just, we may get what seems to be a respite, but we're still heading in the same direction. The Bible is clear, as clear as clear can be, that the spirit of Antichrist is in the world. This idea that we elect the right people, and don't get me wrong, I will, I will. whenever I'm voting, I'm going to be trying to find the one that is going to do the least damage to the church or the family. Believe me. But the point is, I also recognize that there's a day 
coming that we cannot stop that has been predicted by scripture and we need to be ready. Today we're talking about occultish things and I want you to understand I could be talking about the Nashville situation. I could be talking about a lot of stuff, but I've got my guest today, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, and I think it's more important that we understand the power behind all the evil we're seeing in our world today. Now, if you're new to the program, this is Truth to Ponder. My name is Bob Bierman. We started this program back in the end of August. We just added a new radio station today, KVOH, out of Los Angeles on 9975 kilohertz. And you can find our website. You can make a QSL report. Let me know you're listening. It's important. And it's truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com. We've been on some shortwave facilities, uh, like I say, since back in the end of August. And, And right now, right now, it's important for me, it's important for me to know that you're listening on shortwave. Let me know one way or the other. If you want to support this ministry, you can. You can do it either from the website or by mail. You can send a check. You can make it to Ancient Word Radio. And our our address is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, number 163, in Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. We'll give you the address again before the end of the program. The Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales, a regular on this program. Hadn't had him on in a while because we had all the Christmas and everything else going on. And, and frankly, it was just easier to let you have your time off and you were making some changes in your life, the same here, we're still in Georgia for the moment. But this world, everything we see going on, you and I have talked about the, the Great Reset. We've talked about those in high places in government that are, well, there's something wrong with them. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Accusations of pedophilia that go on, uh, and, and they're credible. This is what, And, of course, the mainstream media, oh, no, no, can't be, can't be. And you're going to tell me Jeffrey Epstein hung himself and nothing was going on at the island? I, I, it's it's too hard to believe when you look at those that were there and what we're beginning to find out. A lot of things get covered up in this world. and But you know something? The Bible says, be sure your sin will find you out. And people forget that. Is there an increase in demonology, witches, Wiccans, pagans, Luciferians, uh, child molesters, you know, child sexual perverts out there. Is that something that is increasing in our world today, do you think? Absolutely. We see it. We know that child trafficking and the sexual sins of pedophilia, these things, by the way, go hand in hand with Satanism and the demonic, uh, always have going all the way back to the earliest times. So because it, it's a form of child sacrifice, if you if you can't kill a child outright, you kill their soul, you uh-huh. kill their spirit, you kill their emotions, you kill everything about them right. through the pedophilia. And that's it's evil to the core. And that's why it's got to be stopped. But what we have to remember is it's not just illegal activities. This is a spiritual belief. Uh-huh. It is a religious 
ritual. And what you will find is many times these sex traffickers of children, when they're caught, they always find implements from religious rituals, demonic, Mm -hmm. satanic rituals that accompany it. And of course, look at Jeffrey Epstein, look at the island he lived on, look at that little shrine he was in, which has underground places Mm -hmm. where I'm sure they did sacrifices. I mean, all of it is lifting up the God of this world. And we're told in 1 John that the whole world lieth in the wicked one. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why he says, love not the world nor the things that are in the world because if you love the world the love of the father is not in you this world is is under the sway of the evil one and we have to remember it's not just under the sway mm-hmm. of republicans or democrats it's under the sway of the evil one and and that's the battle we fight and the scripture tells you and I that we fight that battle. We, all we of- wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers yes Yes. And, and Christians yeah. want to say they, they want to be so practical that, oh, that, that's Middle Ages stuff. And no, it isn't. Yeah. You know, no, it, it, it was Jesus didn't toss out non-entities. The Bible says he tossed out those that were demonic. The, you know, he tossed them out. He rebuked them. They knew who he was. You know, in Second Thessalonians 2, verse 3, let no one deceive you in any way, for it will not come until the rebellion occurs yep. and the man of lawlessness or perdition, the son of destruction, is revealed. I mean, yep. he's here. The spirit of Antichrist, as we, we've been told, we, we've been told the spirit of Antichrist is already here. Yeah, there's been psychiatrists who didn't believe in this stuff. And then when they've come to observe an exorcism ritual that it it came down to having to do one, they came to observe and medically keep an eye on the person. What they saw completely changed their world. Absolutely. Um, One of them who I know, a former policeman who is retired now, he was in an exorcism and he goes, you want to be you want to be scared and have your entire worldview turned upside down? Mm hmm. You look at this individual who was in a chair and the exorcism was going on and the priest was saying, who are you? What is your name? And they opened their mouth. They didn't move their mouth. It was just hanging open. And out of the mouth came a voice saying, I am who I am. Yes. And he said, your neck hairs curled up fear went up your spine you said oh my gosh um this is real folks and it's out there and there are many people not only dabbling in this stuff but it's a form of lifestyle now much like christianity was part of our culture and lifestyle now the the satanism um wiccan these magic crafts are part of our culture and society now and i confronted a gentleman who was dealing with santeria and santeria is also a west african Mm -hmm. religion but it deals with some really really what I call vengeful demons uh, and and they do lots of rituals but they 
they combine Santeria with Christianity and Christian symbols, exactly. mostly mostly Catholicism because of where it is, Cuba, West Africa. But they combine it. You'll have a cross hanging on the wall. You'll have whatever, and they still actually they'll go to churches and take a lot of the holy water. And they'll try to use that in their ritual as an offering. Well, hey, stop and think. You know, when let's go back to the book of Acts. And, you know, we, we in the, shall we say, ministry, there's a term called semiism uh, that a lot of some of my our Protestant friends may have never heard. But see, when, when Simon the magician saw the power that God had given the apostles, he came up and said, hey, man, can I buy that power so I can be making big bucks? You know, I want I want to buy the power. Well, God's power is not for sale. And that's what the scripture made clear. And we call it today simiism. You got to be you got to be. We've got to be careful. We have to be walking in the truth of God. We have to be walking in his truth. We have to be in his word. We have to be in prayer. Our music, the music we have in our churches has got to be centered toward him and not toward us. One of the greatest dangers in the church today, we said it yesterday, for those that didn't hear it, one of the greatest dangers in the church today, we've become the church of somebody under the lights, wearing tight jeans and singing to us a melody that talks about him or anything but the word Jesus and the word God and the power of his Holy Spirit. Be careful of the word spirit, my friend. The Bible's pretty clear about it when it talks about the Holy Spirit versus a familiar spirit. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't trust a lot of the music. A lot of the music, I, a friend of mine is in the radio business like I was for many years, and he works around mostly Christian teaching radio. Mm. But back in the day, he worked you know, around some of the uh, newer contemporary Christian music and even some of the Southern gospel, not all of it, but... He knew, he knew one of those groups very well. I can't say the name because I am promised I would never reveal it because they're still under contract. And But they told him and confided in him that they have been told by, by those since their label has been bought out by somebody else, they, they, they can't use the word Jesus and all that kind of stuff anymore. You can kind of use faith in a loose sense. You can talk about him. You can talk about anything that sounds kind of Christian, but don't be Christian. And, you know, for the, for the hits we're going to be putting out, because we want it to be a, it's all about the money. What is it? Yes. Many deceivers have entered this world who mm-hmm. do not confess that Jesus came in the flesh. That's right. That's Antichrist. That's, and it's the spirits of darkness. And you got to remember, they're the ones that are the movement behind the culture today. You would expect them to want to keep the name of Jesus quiet and the religion of Christianity quiet. Remember, every time Paul or any of them in the book of Acts went anywhere, they were typically told by either the Pharisees of the town or the rulers of the town, they would pull them aside and say, just don't say that name. Mm. Because the name is powerful. At the, the name, name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. That's, you know, when you look at the some of the good hymns of the faith, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Right. You know, That's right. And shall confess him king of glory now. Yep. Uh, it's the Father's pleasure that we should call him Lord. It's not, 
I want to be more close and near to you and feel good about you. I mean, this is nonsense. This is, I'm going to say it. I'm going to get somebody mad, and I don't care. Some of today's contemporary music is of Satan himself to deceive you away from being in his real presence, knowing him as your Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ is not your boyfriend. Let's be honest. He's not your boyfriend. He's your Lord and your Savior, and treat him as such. Right. And not only that, but this, these are the issues we're talking about that we see in the church even. But we've got the vacuum, the void of spirituality in the culture at large, mm-hmm. which is why so many uncatechized or unchurched people and kids latch on to this stuff, this Wicca, the Santeria, the, all these for power, for for help, for finding a boyfriend or a girlfriend or getting back at your enemy yes. or whatever it might be. But nevertheless, it's going on and it's out there and it's growing and I'm encountering it. Mm. And seek that. So I'm not in the delivery ministry around do that stuff but it's interesting god sends it to me and there are other people who he does the same thing with he sends these cases to me out of the blue and i do what i can to help them and and to pray because it is through christ that we do anything uh and and remember the entire pagan world was converted because of Christ, because of the name of Jesus. And that's what the apostles preached. That's what turned the world upside down. And all the deities, idols, magicians, um, all of them had to go. And they went underground. Mm. But they don't have to be underground anymore. They have a very welcome society. And if anything, the church is being pushed underground. And that will come next. That's that's what I mean. Now that they've we're, got we're, the upper ground, we're going to have to go on the ground. Exactly. Look, Jesus pointed out, and uh, let's see, this is from John chapter 8. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. I mean, what you notice sin loves darkness, it loves it, it really does. Sin loves darkness. It loves to hide in the dark. It loves to do its dirty deeds in the dark. Mm -hmm. And and he came to expel the darkness. Yes. He came to bind the strong man. He came to spoil the devil and to bind him up. That's the power of Christ. But if we don't recognize what's happening, we have two actions or reactions, I should say. When we see what's happening in the world, this world government, the pandemic, all these things happening, mm-hmm. you, you can either slink back in fear and you can throw the towel in and become apathetic and frightened. Yes. Or you can stand up and start shining your light brighter and start exposing. Let your light so shine before men. We've heard that verse right. how many times? Don't put it under a table. Or mm-hmm. under a basket, mm-hmm. pull it out and let it shine. Expose the darkness as a minister. And you know this well as I oh, do. Yeah. That's part of our calling is not just to defend the sheep, not just to preach the gospel. But when darkness comes, our job is to expose it because it hates the light and it runs from the light. When we expose it, it runs. Resist the devil, and, and, why, and he look, will flee from you. I, I didn't want to get into quote politics, but I'm going to say this much: when 
you and I both have looked at what happened in the election here in the United States, and yet the Facebooks and the mainstream media pound into our heads, oh, it was a perfectly legit election. It was perfectly, no, nothing wrong with it at all. We're, we're, we're told that over and over again, yet our eyes can see that what they're telling us cannot be true. But there's a reason that they push it. There's a reason they tried. They, they tried in the darkness of night to stuff the ballot boxes when people were not looking. And yet we're told to believe that everything's legit. And, you know, and the the mainstream media has convinced those around the world in the Caribbean or Africa, oh, that that Trump is a horrible guy and Biden is perfect. Let me tell you something. Biden is pro-abortion. He doesn't care if the baby is killed coming out of the womb, just like it was it was a pagan god Moloch. And his vice presidential uh, choice is even worse than he is. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. You have been deceived. The the world, look, the media in this country hates God. They, Mm -hmm. They despise Christians. They think you're an idiot. And you're believing NBC, ABC, the BBC, they are as corrupt as any of them. They're nothing but ungodly trash. And if you're listening to them, you're being fed nothing but satanic lies. Nothing. And you're believing it. Oh, this is bad. Look, I know that Donald Trump has some very questionable personal moral attributes, but his policies have never negatively impacted the church nor the family. But we're about to see if on the 20th of January, we see a President Biden who will last maybe 100 days, you will see an acceleration of dead fetuses or babies it'll become the norm and we will all get to pay for it with our tax dollars we're going to find transgenderism we're going to find men in women's bathrooms every form of evil will become celebrated and if you speak against it if you dare speak against it you'll find yourself silenced the church my friends is preparing to go back to the catacombs if we're not careful that day is coming because the spirit of Antichrist is here and it's gotten into your government, especially if your government is in Europe. Your government has now been it's been it's been hijacked. Yeah. And it's being hijacked and it's already been hijacked in Canada. It's being hijacked in the United States. It's been hijacked for ages. And we can't see it. No. And you know what? The church already is going underground. Um, and, and there are churches now that are meeting underground, especially to. in Europe. And it's going to work its way over here. Uh, you know, we're looking at a very dark time. coming, yes. And again, that means in my books, it means we need to shine the light even more. Yes. Uh, yeah. Did, are we going to be targeted? We could be depending on how loud you are and well-known, you can be targeted, but you're going to be targeted anyway. So I'd rather be targeted for preaching the gospel and shining the light. But in the end, we got to wake people up. Yes. And that's our job. That's our mission. That's the great commission is to preach the Lord Jesus Christ and salvation through him alone. For it is only he who is the king of kings and the Lord of lords. And yes, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess him Mm -hmm. as Lord in the earth and under the earth. Amen. All things visible 
and invisible. invisible. That's why I don't like, by the way, that's why I don't like the newer uh, verbiage in some of the creeds, seen and unseen, because, yeah. you know, something seen, you know, we understand that. I could hold, um, you know, a coin in my hand and it's seen. I can close my hand. It's now unseen. But if that coin is in my hand and it's open and you can't see it, you've you know it's invisible. In other words, you've taken out the divinity, the divine, the miraculous when you cheapen some of the verbiage. Listen, you know we got about eh, a few seconds here before I gotta begin to wind this down. I'm gonna have to bring you back one day next week or two days anyway, and get into. We may know more about what happened in Nashville. We may know more about a lot of stuff for next week, and also prepare for the sixth of January. But we yep. needed to talk about the occult, the Satan. You know, Satan is alive and well. The spirit of Antichrist is here. And don't yep. think you're going to chase him away at the ballot box. It's not going to happen. Any quick things before we have to start shutting her down? Just remember, you know, the demons are in the world today and they're very active. They're real. They're real folks. Um, but through Christ, you have power to cast out and to trample on serpents. And the, the apostles did that. But the one thing you and I have to remember, okay, is that we need to have our spiritual life in order. We need to be strong in the Lord. We need to turn away from the sin in our lives. The one thing the demonic world hates the most is a godly Christian. You don't have to have the trinkets. You don't have to have a zillion prayers of exorcism with you. If you're a godly, holy Christian, they're going to run from you. Let's make that our aim. My guest today on Truth to Ponder, the Reverend Dr. Timothy Gales. And for those of you listening for the first time on KVOH at 99.75 kilohertz, I want to welcome you on board for this new program. For you anyway, a number of people have been listening since back at the end of August when we started this program on WRMI and a few other locations and as a podcast. This program actually started over five years ago, going almost on six years next month in February, when it began as your weekend show. And the program as your weekend show continued for well over five years. And then back in this past summer, while working back in emergency management, I really felt led to to do a program to expose truth in our time and age. So much of what you get in the media, you know it, I know it, is oftentimes not really true. The idea of a half-truth is still a whole lie. And what we want to do in this program is bring you truth to ponder, to think about facts and information where you can tie it together and see for yourself. That's why I, I do this program. I choose now to do it on shortwave radio because I believe there's a, a group of people that have been so, so deeply affected by what they find on the internet, they don't even go there anymore. They don't trust the news from TV, cable and satellite. They're seeking truth. And that's what this program is, is all about. You can hear it as a podcast. You can go to our website to find out how. It's free, of course. And uh, that is truth2ponder.com, truth2ponder.com. 
We pay for the shortwave airtime, but I don't pay myself. So any any help that we get from you is strictly for covering airtime. That's it. For those who would like to write a regular letter because you don't use the internet, let me give you an address. We spend a lot of time in Georgia, some time in Florida. We're not wealthy, we just happen to be at that age where we can. The address in Georgia where we are currently is 21 Berkshire, B-E-R-K-S-H-I-R-E, 21 Berkshire Lane, and add the number 263, that number 263, that's our little P.O. box they use up here, makes it easy on them, in Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. That is 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263. In Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. One more time. 21 Berkshire Lane, number 263, Sky Valley, Georgia, 30537. And we will be back again Monday with a new edition of the program. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.